The wellness revolution starts now. Welcome to Dr. Hotsey's Wellness Revolution. I believe every one of you needs to have a physician and a staff of professionals who can coach you on a path of health and wellness naturally. So as you mature, you enjoy a better quality life. You got energy, vitality, and enthusiasm for life. Today, we are pleased to speak with a longtime friend of ours who is a renowned physician, a medical doctor, as well as a naturopathic doctor. That means she takes natural approaches to health. And frankly, she's got degrees in both allopathic medicine, so she has a medical degree, and she went back to school and got a naturopathic medical degree as well. And lives, uh, and she now lives in Hawaii on the island of Maui. This is Dr. Carolyn Dean, who has written The Magnesium Miracle among 50 or so other books she's written in her spare time when she wasn't enjoying life in, my, in uh, the beautiful uh, island of Maui. She writes books, and she has been a tremendous help to me personally, to all our guests that we service, because she introduced me to the benefits of magnesium in her book, The Magnesium Miracle. And this goes back 30 years. You wrote that book how many years ago? Well, it was late 90s. It was. So, yeah. So, oh, and, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, Dr. Carolyn Dean, we're pleased to have you. And today, what we really want to do is focus on, for our listeners, how they can strengthen their immune systems, how they can be healthy. And we're going to talk about those things that adversely affect our immune systems, what we can do to make our immune systems healthier. And we're going to start with what most people never think about as far as good health. We're going to start with the gut. We're going to start with the intestines. We're going to start with our digestive tract. Because the old adage is, unless you got good pipes, you got to keep your pipes clean to be healthy. And uh, I was taught that by a very, very prominent entrepreneur who was very successful. He wasn't even a doctor. And it was my dad. And he said, son, if you want to stay healthy, you got to keep the pipes clean. You got to run water through the water pipes. You got to keep your sewer pipes clean. You got to keep your blood pipes. You keep your air pipes clean, all of them clean. If you have clean pipes, you're going to be healthy and run water through them. And so that's what my dad told me. So when I think about the uh, good health, as I learned Mm -hmm. about yeast problems, and we're going to talk about yeast uh, with Dr. Carolyn Dean, it made, when I adopted that from Dr. Crook, and you've written a book with Dr. Crook on the yeast connection. So let's talk about yeast. Let's Let's talk about what causes people to develop yeast problems in their gut, in their intestine, Dr. Dean. Sure. Thank you, Dr. Hotze. You've you've, uh, settled on the two topics that I think are the most important for health, for chronic health, yeast overgrowth in the intestines and magnesium deficiency. I say they're related to autoimmune disease and, and most everything that people are suffering. So with yeast, they are living in the intestines and they do a job in the intestines. They're supposed to be there in the large intestine. But when we take antibiotics and kill off good and bad bacteria, we leave a vacuum for yeast to overgrow. And then when we're feeding them with sugar and taking cortisone drugs and women taking the birth control pill. It sets these yeast off so they overgrow. 
they crawl up into the small intestine and then start poking holes in the small intestine. And that's called a leaky gut. Now, what did medicine do? It ignored yeast totally. They, I, I don't think they wanted to um, be responsible for causing yeast overgrowth with their antibiotics. So they ignored yeast overgrowth. And the most they've done, even alternative medicine as well, is talking about SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And what did they treat with? Antibiotics. So they make the yeast problem worse. And with yeast, um, what happens is there's a 178 different yeast toxins that can be absorbed through that leaky gut into the bloodstream, into your tissues, cross-reacting with organs and hormones, giving you brain fog, giving you rashes, symptoms from head to foot, which doctors ignore, medical doctors, allopathic medicine, they ignore all this and treat the symptoms. So that's yeast overgrowth. Now, when I first discovered uh, yeast overgrowth, it was a, as a uh, allergist back in 1989 and 1990. Mm-hmm. And I would have women patients would come in to see me in their evaluation for allergies, they would mention to me that many of them had chronic female yeast infections. And mm-hmm. it was always, of course, so it had been associated whenever they took antibiotics. I remember when I was just doing general practice, whenever I would offer a woman antibiotic, they would always say, well, be sure to give me a prescription for Monistat, please. I always got a yeast infection. So I knew that occurred when people took antibiotics. And uh, so women can get not only yeast in the colon and in the small intestine, but also the vagina is lined with natural bacteria and there's some yeast there. And if you kill off the bacteria, well, the yeast is going to overgrow and you're going to get a yeast infection. And sometimes they can become chronic and they go to the doctors and they get all kinds, I mean, they'll give them injections. They do all kinds of crazy things, give them, Mm -hmm. you know, but they never clear up the underlying problem. Now, if you do clear up that underlying problem, you can do that. We know you can give uh, medication to kill yeast, not only change the diet, but you know you can be treated topically with something like Monistat, and you can take Diflucan, and you can knock the yeast. But you still have yeast in the colon. So the so that yeast in the colon, friends, as Doctor Dean described, produces toxins. These are mycotoxins. Myco means uh, is fungus. It's a fungus. The yeast is like mm-hmm. a fungus among us, and it gets in and it produces toxins, mm-hmm. and those toxins depress our immune system. And when your immune system's depressed, mm-hmm. it makes you more susceptible to infections. Now, and if you have allergies, you get the chronic drainage and all that, and it's a culture media for bacteria. Next thing you have a bacterial infection, they throw you on antibiotics again, and you start the whole thing over and over again. So you're getting antibiotics you're clearing up an infection in your sinuses, but you get yeast in the uh, women get vaginal yeast infections. You get it in the colon and you've got this chronic problem and that causes the bloating and the belching and the gas. Now, let me, uh, Carolyn, why don't you explain to them about, about yeast and you've made as, as a woman, uh, you've made homemade bread, right? (laughs) And what do you, okay. You made the bread. And so folks, (laughs) What Dr. Dean does when she makes bread, she gets she gets the flour and she puts the water in and gets it all, gets her dough ready. But you have to get it to rise. 
You want it to rise, and to get it to rise, you've got to put yeast in it. And so she gets a packet of Fleischmann yeast. You dump that in a glass of water, and if you want to activate it, you take a little bit of sugar. You just sprinkle it in that glass of water, and it'll go, it foams up. So she's activated the yeast. Well, guess what? If you've got yeast in your in your gut and down in your colon, and you're eating a high, simple carbohydrate diet, you're eating sugars, you're eating pizza, pasta, cookie cakes, you're eating potatoes, rice, and um, and uh, corn products, which all are simple carbohydrates, which are starches, which are sugar molecules. They convert to sugar, and guess what? The yeast goes. I love you, and they grow and they give off they give off the gas and the bloating. You get the bloating, belching gas, gastroesophageal reflux, and it's a mess. And of course, you go to the doctor, and he gives you a what kind of pill? What color is it? Purple. He gives you the purple <laughs> pill, Nexium. That's the way he solves your problem. So, Dr. Uh, Dean, explain to him the best way to treat yeast. Once you find, first, you got to find a doctor that understands that it's a problem. And you wrote the book with, you wrote a book with Dr. Uh, Crook, right? Yes. Um, women and the yeast connection. But there's a few things here. Let me just say Diflucan. Um, that uh, antifungal that's uh, used quite, um, I suppose, effectively. But at the same time, did you know that it's a fluoride drug? Right. And fluoride molecules in these medications, of Trilosec, I think, is even one. Um, they bind up magnesium. The fluoride molecules turn it into a magnesium fluoride compound that... Um, it deposits in tendons and cartilage and causes brittleness in these areas of the body. And Cipro is a big fluoride drug. And what do we know about Cipro? It causes Achilles tendon rupture. So you, my theory is that the magnesium fluoride from magnesium binding with fluoride uh, in these drugs is causing so many side effects that we're not even aware of. The... Um, the treatment for yeast overgrowth, you've already laid it out. You have to stop feeding the yeast with the sugars. And um, since I wouldn't use uh, Diflucan, I finally came upon um, a formula where I created um, antifungal with Saccharomyces boulardii, which is a natural antifungal. It can be used in children for for diarrhea, there's lots of studies with that, and soil-based um, uh, bacteria, probiotics, along with the antifungal, because you know yourself that we've been trying to treat yeast for decades, and it keeps coming back. We can't just um, make people be so strict that they hate their lives. You know, you're, you're eating cardboard foods, you get no satisfaction. You take strong antifungals every once in a while, you feel better for a bit. So what I finally decided is personally, because I've had yeast overgrowth, I take this combination of Saccharomyces and probiotics every day. And my life is not disrupted. I'll, you know, I'll have my dessert or, you know, whatever, have my stress because stress will also cause yeast overgrowth. So, so name is, the other, name the medication besides the probiotics. Spell that for me. I'm, I can't hear the pronunciation. Saccharomyces borlardii, S-A-C-C-H-R-O. 
M Y C E S. Okay. Borlardi, B O U R L A R D I. So I put that together in a combination called Flora Revive because I, you know, after I've been in medicine for about 50 years studying it on my own and in medical school and my naturopathic training. And I finally, I realized that people aren't getting the right uh, formulas. People love information. They hear us. They, they, they pet it in their, you know, the back of their brain, but bottom line, they want help. They want to be able to take something that works. And you know that with your clinic, that's why your clinic is overflowing because people are desperate for solutions. Well, that's right. Mm-hmm. So you so if somebody comes in for you and they have, and you diagnose that they've got yeast overgrowth clinically, they do now, you know, we can do blood tests. We used to do blood tests on all that, but we just decided, my gosh, almost everybody yeah. we meet has got that problem. So we put everybody right. on a, on a, what we call a yeast free eating program. And, right. and so, um, what, what do, uh, what, what are the medications? So what medications will you use when you put them on that, on the initial program? Will you use anything besides the Saccharomyces borley yeah. and probiotic? And we use yeah, it. Exactly. I'll use the flora revive capsules and Pico silver. I've got a stabilized ion of silver and silver is amazing in the ionic form. Not, I'm not talking about colloidal compounds of silver. I'm talking about a silver ion that can get into the cells. And the thing about this uh, picometer sized silver is it actually stimulates stem cell production. And we're not, we don't need stem cells to treat yeast, but it's just, you know, kind of a sidebar of how powerful silver can be in the body. It it was used as the antibiotic of choice until the, you know, the drug, the patented drugs came along and then they pushed it aside. But you know very well that they still use silver compounds for horrible burn patients because it's a wound healer. So you've got a gut that's wounded with this leakiness and you've got, you know, an overgrowth of yeast. So you need something like Pico Silver that will heal the gut and will treat the yeast. And it also neutralizes the Herxheimer effect, the die off that people get where, you know, people just can't stand to take a yeast treatment because they feel worse as all those yeasts are dying off and the 178 different yeast toxins are flooding the body. Additionally, uh, in our treatment of yeast, Dr. Ding, we've also used Nystatin. Do you use that at all? I used to use it. And I must say, I'm not in uh, private practice anymore. I'm, I'm just running my dietary supplement company. Right. And I certainly did use Nystatin, but it was the same thing. You you kept you had to keep using it over and over again because you can't use it every day for a person's life, but you can use, as I said, something like Saccharomyces borlardii and um, a soil-based probiotic. Well, that's that's very interesting, and that's a, that's an excellent idea. We have always, though, tried to encourage our guests to eliminate carbohydrates and to change mm-hmm. the way they think about eating. So we, we mm-hmm. encourage uh, 
cutting out your cutting. We initially we, initially we eliminate them for a period of several months, treat them for mm-hmm. the yeast, get that under control, and then they can add that back in occasionally. But at the same mm-hmm. t- at the same time, we really promote them to begin to think in terms of eating uh, yeast free, ketogenic friendly diet. So we're high on mm-hmm. good, healthy oils and fats. And I don't know where mm-hmm. you come down on that on the keto eating, but uh, oh, we, we, yeah. we recommend uh, good, healthy oils and fats, good, healthy greens, and a little bit of meat, basically, and try to eat an alkaline yeah. type diet with a lot of vegetables. Well, the thing is what I've, and I, I certainly follow a, a keto um, diet myself. It seems the most sensible. However, too many people are avoiding their vegetables to keep their carbs down. So what I found is people lack fiber. So I make sure they're getting at least some psyllium seed every day and they are lacking minerals because they're not getting the minerals from the fruits and vegetables that they're avoiding. So that's where, you know, I focus on, we'll, we'll probably be able to talk briefly about my magnesium, which is an ionic size, uh, uh, well, magnesium. Well, let's, let's talk about magnesium and the benefits mm-hmm. of ma- magnesium, mm-hmm. because magnesium right. is is a uh, is a natural mineral that's required by the body for literally hundreds of various enzymatic reactions, and in particularly yeah. for the production of energy within the mitochondria, which is your power plants. So, why don't you right. talk us about talk to us about the benefits and the essential how necessary magnesium is for good health. Well, it's not just hundreds anymore. I've got it up to a thousand enzyme systems require magnesium. And I got that from a Dr. Workinger, W-O-R-K-I-N-G-E-R. He said that 80% of known metabolic functions require magnesium. Now that's huge. As you say, energy, six of the eight steps in the Krebs cycle in the mitochondria that make energy, six of those eight steps require magnesium. So you'll have a a client or a patient come in and say they're fatigued. What do most allopathic doctors do? They say, oh, you must be depressed. You're not sleeping well. Okay, here's some medication. What do we do? We say, take magnesium, take, take enough to saturate your body. I, when I, um, got into magnesium, the study of it, when Random House asked me to write that book in the late 90s, I had heart palpitations, leg cramps, you know, sore neck and shoulder, all the symptoms of magnesium deficiency. But when I went to find a magnesium that I could take to relieve my symptoms, I immediately got the laxative effect. So I spent 10 years trying to find a a supplement company that would research and make a non-laxative magnesium. That's our problem. Doctors, they'll give magnesium to people, they'll get diarrhea, and then the, the patient will quit. We need to be able to take enough magnesium to saturate us from head to toe to deal with these 1,000 enzyme systems. Every nerve in the body, every muscle. If you've got a nerve twitch, that's magnesium deficiency. Muscle spasms, your heart is a big muscle. When it spasms and goes into a heart attack, that's magnesium deficiency. I've listed 65 conditions that are related to magnesium deficiency that are treated with drugs. We have people in in our customer base, they've been on a dozen drugs, 
they start saturating with remag and they get rid of their drugs and doctors you know allopathic doctors don't really want to hear about this but it and it's because as you know we never learned anything about nutrition or dietary supplements in medical school they're poo-pooed they're put down the drug companies are attacking dietary supplements right and left because that interferes with drug prescription that's exactly right now on the magnesium your remag what type of magnesium is that? What's, what salt is that? Is that a magnesium? Ma- magnesium chloride, but it's a stabilized ion of magnesium. We've done a study, um, a university study at Purdue, where they analyzed the, the size, the particle size of the remag. They put it through a... Um, a light scattering technology where they put our remag that's, you know, been sitting on a shelf for months and they put it in a clear um, uh, container and they shine light through it. The light goes right through. There's nothing there to stop the light because it is uh, the size of uh, an ion picometer in size. So that size is what is allowed into the cells. And what happens with magnesium compounds, you, you know, glycinate, the chelates, you name any other magnesium compound, is they have to wait or, or the body has to wait until the magnesium compound breaks down into the magnesium and the other part. And for a split second before magnesium joins back again to make a compound, for that split second, it's an ion, and that's what's absorbed. So that's why we know now that magnesium oxide is only 4% absorbed. The rest of it becomes a laxative. So it's all about the the ionic nature of minerals to be able to be absorbed fully at the cellular level where everything occurs. Right now, it's so, all about so, the so, cell. So you recommend the Remag, the liquid Remag, which I have used. I'm not using it right now. We we have we have uh, Mag Citrate, Mag Glycinate, and mm. just listening to you, probably I would do a whole lot better if I were back on my Remag. I feel like I'm doing really well now, but who knows how well I would do. And right, I've right. always I've always said the uh, the uh, laxative effect is is beneficial because people have often told me you're just full of it dr hotsian (laughs) i said that well no but what happens if you get um the right amount of magnesium in the muscles of your intestines the muscles of the intestines work properly our magnesium the remag is not laxative but people's bowel movements get back to normal because the muscles are are working properly it, it's quite incredible yes you'll see i mean look you and i we're in our 70s and look how healthy we are because we do take our nutrients but people have no idea of how much better they could feel. For example, I'll have um, customers who'll say, well, you know, I take half a teaspoon of Remag twice a day and, you know, my atrial fibrillation is so much better. Well, gosh, if you took two or three teaspoons, you'd be flying to the moon. (laughs) So 
yeah. It, well, yes, listen. I now, want you to. Yeah. I'm a, so I need to get back on. I, I need to get back on your remag. <laughs> and I thought we. I think we carried down there. We did for years. So I don't know. We'll check it again. But anyway, yeah. this is a wonderful conversation we've had with Dr. Carolyn Dean about yeast and the treatment of yeast and the adverse effects of having yeast in your system and how you can rid your body of yeast and also the benefits of magnesium. And uh, Dr. Dr. Um, Dean wrote a book called The Magnesium Miracle. Now, where, Dr. Dean, can they go to find this book and what is your website? Well, the that book is on Amazon, but I have twenty two free ebooks at drcarolyndeanlive dot com, and my product website is rnareset dot com. Rnareset dot com, and your other website where they can buy the books is drcarolyndean live live l i v e that's carolyn c a r c a r l y n carolyn d e a n dr carolyn d r dr carolyn dean live.com that's right okay so i'd highly recommend you go there to look at her material and to purchase her book her books particularly the book on magnesium We've used it extensively in our practice, and it has been a godsend to millions and uh, thousands of our guests and millions of people around the world who have used magnesium. I'll give you one thing. If you have a problem with migraine headaches, and if it's not a Mm -hmm. hormonal problem, if it's not hormonally related, think of magnesium. We have seen magnesium resolve migraine headaches dramatically by, so, which, which, which is a whole lot better than getting on a bunch of drugs, folks. So Dr. Carolyn Dean has been a leader in this field, particularly in the field of uh, natural approaches to health, particularly with magnesium. So she's the expert on this, and you've listened to her today. Doctor, thank you for joining us. We're so pleased to have you, and it's so good to hear your voice again. It's a sound for sore ears. It really is. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Same here. It's good to see you doing so well. God bless you. what you're doing. God God bless bless. you. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. At Physicians Preference Pharmacy, we understand that the quality of your compounded medications directly affects the way you feel, which is why we believe that your pharmacy should specialize in compounding medications while also delivering extraordinary hospitality and guest service. We believe that both patients and prescribers should accept nothing less than consistency and quality from their compounding pharmacy. This is why we've implemented some of the strictest quality standards in compounding, exceeding standard requirements, achieving PCAB accreditation, which is the Pharmacy Compounding Accreditation Board, an organization that sets the highest standards in compounding pharmacy regarding the safety, cleanliness, and quality of your compounded prescriptions. Because of our commitment to complete health and wellness, we are dedicated to making your medications free of lactose, parabens, artificial sweeteners, and any unnecessary dyes, binders, or fillers present in many other medications, offering you the cleanest products possible.
information provided on this program is neither intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice and is not intended to replace the services of a physician, nor does it constitute a doctor-patient relationship. You should not use information from this radio program to diagnose or treat a health problem or disease without consulting with a qualified health care provider. If you have or suspect you have an urgent medical problem, promptly contact a professional health care provider or call 911. Dr. Hotze's Wellness Revolution advises you to always seek the advice of a physician or other qualified health provider prior to starting any new treatment or with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Any application of the recommendations from this program is at the listener's discretion.